Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am very excited to share with you a very special guest. His name is Wesley Eater, also known as Wes. He's a local guy from Woodbridge, born and raised, and we got a great show to talk about today. And if you're not already linked up with us, please go to YouTube. Go to our YouTube channel, Team Powerhouse Real Estate. Subscribe. You can watch all the shows live and then watch the replay. We always have edited versions on Saturdays, which makes it a little bit more spicy, if you will. Get us on TikTok, Team Powerhouse Sells. Go on Instagram, Team Powerhouse Real Estate. And of course, Facebook, Team Powerhouse Real Estate. David Lamel and our Facebook page, Team Powerhouse. Wes, thank you so much for being with us today. today. I'm just super excited, man. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. So if you don't know already, has been around the world and then some. And he's going to tell his story. Um, so let's talk about you. Born and raised. Born and raised in Woodbridge, Connecticut. That's right. where I grew up. So I uh, spent the, uh, most of my younger days there. Excellent. Graduated Amity High School. Graduated Amity High School um, and then I went off to college. Um, and during my college, my undergrad, I ended up graduating with a marketing degree from Colorado Technical University Online. Very cool. And then after that, I went and did my MBA at University. University of New Haven. Great school, University of New Haven. A lot of great people. From As a matter of fact, I have a friend of mine who is one of the biggest sports catchers out of D.C. His name is Darren, his name is Darren Haynes. The guy's an amazing guy. Anyway, we'll get, we'll get him on the show hopefully soon, too. All right. All right, going back to you. So, graduated MBA at University of New Haven, a great school. Um, and then from there, what year is that in? That was 2010. Okay. Um, when I did my MBA. But prior to that, I had entered my family business, which is beverage alcohol distribution. So let's talk a little about that. Everybody should know his family business is one of the probably biggest in the state, most well-known company it's called? It's called Eater Brothers. Uh, it's a privately owned independent company. Uh, my grandfather started it in 1933, so it certainly has a little bit of history to it. You've got business built in your blood. You've got marketing built in your blood. You, you probably didn't realize as kids, and I know what, you, what it means, when you grow up with family who is in business, and it's a family business, whether you want to be involved or not, you're going to be involved in it. It just happens naturally. It becomes a part of who you are and how you start off. And the bits and pieces that we get from our parents and what we learn from them, we don't realize even at the time when it's happening. But slowly as we start to grow, we start to realize that those roots really help make us stronger and grow to a better place. I they do. They, they really do. Actually, it gave me my blueprint um, for later on in life. So I attributed that specifically to my grandfather and my father. That's awesome. Yeah. Big shout out to dad and grandfather. Awesome stuff. Um, and then from there, you decide you're working for the family business. How long? I worked for them so on and off. So I started in college in summers, you yeah. know, sweeping floors, riding on trucks. Uh, I basically learned every facet of the organization. It, it's a beverage alcohol distribution company. So what that means is they're the middleman between supplier and customer. Yes. Right. Um, and customer, not consumer. Customer meaning a bar or a restaurant or a package store. Um, so distributed throughout the state. And I had done that on and off um, for a number of years. 
I then went in full time. Um, while I was in college, I actually got sent down to Tennessee. I worked for a wine distributor down there for a couple of years. Got shipped back up to Connecticut, um, and I entered back in my family business. Now full time. Now very serious. And. During that time, I was a key account on-premise manager, so I actually loved it because I was in bars and restaurants, and my job was literally to create drink lists and drink menus and promotions. That's awesome. It's great. It wasn't great on my liver. Right. It wasn't great on my first marriage. <laughs> However, it was great. Right. Um, pros so, and cons. Pros and cons. And so the biggest problem was I wasn't that passionate about it. Right. I love distribution. I love being with people. I love sharing a good time because um, I, I, I do think the world needs that, especially today. Amen. Um, amen is right. Um, but I wasn't passionate. So what ended up happening, um, I got involved. Uh, I've been smoking weed my whole life. So I'll admit that. I started when I was like 13 years old. If there's any kids listening, you need to be at least 21 or 18 with a medical problem. And, That's and, my and, disclaimer. And to be fair, it was a lot different back then. Too. It was. They didn't have medical, and you didn't have all these different... Well, anyway, we're going to that. Well, it, it is, but just to touch on that, you didn't know what you were getting. You are getting it from your local, quote, dealer. Right. So it could be an indica, a sativa, a hybrid. You don't know because right. there's no lab testing, nothing that said what the genetics were. So right. it's, you're, you're shooting in the dark. And who even know those specific terms back in the day? 25, 30 years ago, yeah. I never heard the word sativa, indica, or, or hybrid. It was not an option. It was like, hey, what do you have? Not that I was involved in that by any means. But anyway, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, it was how green or how good it did smell and maybe right. where it was supposed to be from. Or maybe right? how brown it was or back then. Was back then. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it, I mean the, the understandings, the teachings, the learnings, which are just scratching the surface right. now because we're still federally illegal. Right. Um, I can't wait to see what will come of that. You know, the, the industry is changing so much on so many levels and it's happening fast. It doesn't seem like it probably when you're in it right now, but from the outside world looking in, I remember when they were talking about his kids growing up, one day marijuana will be legal. Yeah, right. You know, one day, you know, you'll have things you can go to a store and buy. Yeah, right. And here we are today. And it's a product that is much safer, much healthier. And there's so many medical things that come from it for people who really, really need this kind of thing and never had the opportunity to learn and have it to their, to their personal life. So um, I'll go back to, so I, I, I so now it's 2010, um, and I'm now uh, graduating my MBA. And at the time, Connecticut was about to come out with licensing, medical licensing for cannabis. Yes. And I said, I'm in. And of course, my family was not too keen on that. What do time. you mean, Wesley? Are you kidding me? You have a great business in front of you. How are you going to leave the business? Right. I'm just guessing something along totally. the Totally. This pothead kid. So, um, so I started this project in Connecticut, and we were going to go for a, a producer's license. And the problem with Connecticut is a producer's license. So we can produce cannabis, meaning be a cultivator um, and literally produce goods. And... Connecticut had at the time a $5 million bond that they wanted. So that means not only do you have to grab all your money from your investors to start your company, but then you have to ask for an extra $5 million that was just going to be parked. Right. No interest, a nothing. A security deposit. Yeah, and now how many investors want to park $5 million and not earn anything on Seriously. it? Seriously. So at the time, I said, forget about it. 
packed up and um, I moved my family actually out to California um, in 2013. So when you say family, we're talking about who? Haha. Uh -huh. So at the time, um, again, it's, I'm on my second marriage now. So my first wife and our three children. We have three boys. Beautiful. Current ages are 18, just turned 16 and 12. Awesome. Boys. Uh, just three boys. Awesome. Three boys. All three of them are doing well. Um, one's at school at Avon Old Farms. That's my middle child. My oldest one is figuring some his next steps out for college and cool. everything. He's 18. And my youngest is at foot school in New Haven. I will tell you to have your son to look into Lynn University where Danny is down in Boca Raton, Florida. If you want to go to school, I'm going to tell you right now, I keep talking about this. Why not do it in Florida where totally. the weather's gorgeous? Totally. I mean, you can totally. enjoy a great education and be in a beautiful weather. It's 17 degrees outside today. It's what is going on over here? Yeah. Oh my God, you're walking from the car to the, to the building and your hands are frozen. I can't even bend my fingers. I know, I'm a sissy. <laughs> I don't like the cold and I live in Connecticut, but I'm just saying. Anyway. Well, that's part of why I moved out of here, actually. Right. Part, literally part of the reason, in addition to cannabis, was like, I want sunshine. Right. So picked up the family. Um, 2013 and moved to California um, and almost immediately after that within about four or five months I started to get into cannabis in California okay and here's why um, I was brokering wines at the time I worked for a French wine portfolio and selling French wines in California was Challenging. Almost, I was going to say California wine. It's like it's trying, to sell, yeah, right. <laughs> trying to sell a California wine and in France probably isn't going to go over so well. Makes yeah, sense. The enunciation alone was a little difficult. <laughs> so I, I, um, I was working out at the gym and I met, um, I met someone and, and I had this feeling that this person may have been in the weed business or something. And so I started talking to this person and lo and behold it ended up that he was a cultivator. And so I started to work for that cultivator. And this is, two, now, this is now end of 2013. This is now into 2014. So I start to work for him, and he puts me in the trim room. So now I'm this. Okay. All right. Let's Everybody wants this. to know what a trim room is. I'm glad you're asking me these. <laughs> so when you grow, cultivate cannabis, yes. and then you dry it and cure it, then you need to trim it so it's jar ready or bag so ready. So seeds and sticks and all kind of stuff, is that what trimming get is? Get rid of all that stuff. Okay. You get rid of the fan leaf, you get rid of the sugar leaf, you get rid of the seeds. You keep some of the stems to keep the buds intact, but okay. yes, you clean it up. Clean it up. You prune, you you prune, prune the buds. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi style, like Roddy Kitty. It's very, very, very true. <laughs> Little <it>. bonsai trees. <laughs> and so... And, and this was a hand trimming facility. Okay. Now, a lot of people today, they utilize automated machines which trim it, which is great for efficiency's sakes, but it ruins the trichome heads and so on and so forth. It doesn't make the butt as pretty. So anyways, I spent about a week in there and he realized I had zero patience and I was way more of a salesperson than I ever was going to be a trimmer. In fact, yeah. he's like, Wesley, why are you still on that same, the same bud? Well, I don't understand. There's 400 pieces of bud you got to get through. It's awesome. I couldn't smoke enough pot during the day to keep me there. Put it that way. And I tried. So he, he quickly, he, he gave me, he basically said, I'm going to give you the opportunity to start selling. And he already had a, a, a main salesperson at the time. Yeah. 
So what I did was I went to weedmaps.com, which is a website that's still around today. No kidding, never heard about this. Yeah. Weedmaps.com. Weedmaps.com, and I wrote down every single dispensary in Orange County in San Diego because I was living in Southern California. And I went and I door knocked, and I door knocked, and I door knocked until I sold my first pound. No kidding. And I was, oh, it was our stuff. I'm like, yes, I just sold a pound of pot, and I made like four or 500 bucks. And then it clicked, and I said, wait a minute. I sold a pound of weed legally, and I just made four or five hundred dollars, like with my eyes closed. So that's it. That gave me the itch. So I immediately went back, grabbed more pot from him, and now I'm off and running. So I ended up working my way up from selling his stuff to selling all of his stuff. I outgrew him, outsold him, I should say, and I ended up with an additional fourteen or so cultivators. So I had about fifteen or so cultivators. I was buying, selling, flipping, collecting. I was a one-man show at the time. That's amazing. So you basically almost ran your own business. I did. But using someone else's product, if you will, doing it. Kind of Correct. Sort. And you said yourself, and their money. Right, and their money, <laughs> which is the good part. Their it's money is right. So you probably came to the point where you're like, I can do this on my own. I'm stocking up my, I'm just thinking, this is what's happening? Is this what's flicking around? It's starting to brew, yeah, but you also have legalization happening. Right. So, you, so when I entered the business in California, it was medicinal only, so I was under the medicinal rules, yes. which had been around since 1996. Okay. So at the time, it was almost a 20-year system. Yeah. Now, with recreational coming, which was um, January 2017, um, you had to become compliant. You had to make a decision. Do I go... The correct route and the legal route, yes. or do I go a route that is not legal? Right. And can I just stop you for one second? Sure. Everybody, just so you know, we haven't made the announcement even yet. I'm just talking about this. Wesley Eater is bang, B H A N G bang, edibles. And we'll get to that in one minute or two. We're kind of coming to the backstory how we got involved in it, but I just want you to make sure you realize we are talking about edibles today. And the legalization of all this great stuff that he's got to talk about over here. Yeah. So B H A N G. If you haven't tried it, seen it, talked about it, it is bang. We're gonna to get to it in a few minutes, but I do want to get the backstory on how Wesley got involved in this. Keep going. Sure. Man. So I'll speed it up a little bit. So now um, 2017 comes, and now my wife comes in. My my now current wife. Her name's Courtney. And She's amazing. She came in from real estate, actually. No um, she was a Keller Williams team leader. Okay. So she was doing real estate, running that, and I said, I need your help because I am not detailed or organized. So she came in and she said, I'm going to button you up a little bit. <laughs> and we launched a legal distribution company called Shelf Life Distributing. Shelf Life Distributing, which is still out today. It's today. It's now called RYL Distribution, um, Royal. So but hold on. You... you made this company, Shelf Life? Yep. You, so he created a company starting from distribution and the bot, he said, I can do this on my own. And there he goes and he opens up now. To open up a company like that, that must take a lot of, forget about the chutzpah and, and cojones that's involved, right? You gotta have the financials mm -hmm. and the knowledge yep. and the backing. Yep. So I had the information. I had the knowledge. Um, I had worked in cultivation. And the huevos. Um, I had the huevos. <laughs> I had worked in cultivation. I had worked in trimming for about a week. I had done selling, so on and so forth. Yes. And also what's really important is I started to notice um, consumer packaged goods were the future. And I knew it because as a consumer myself, when I walked into a dispensary, if I saw the same brand name, if I saw the same 
sort of logo, everything else, all of a sudden you start to build trust. Absolutely. And now brand you can awareness. trust brand awareness and you could trust in that brand. And because of my blueprint with beverage alcohol, I said, here's the future. I know where it's coming. So yes, um, had the chutzpah to start a company, actually went out and raised um, $1.3 million total against the $5 million, which we you know, which we literally made up out of thin air because I was like, well, we're doing this much in sales and we Shark multiply tank. this out. <laughs> Shark Tank. Came up with our own valuation and um, lo and behold, raised the money. And in 2019, we were acquired. Amazing. Now, during those two years of a fully legal licensed distribution cannabis company in California, we grew to over 450 accounts. Wow. We helped create and grow 20 plus brands, some of which are literally the biggest brands in California today. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so very cool stuff. And literally, again, I just took my blueprint from what I learned, my passion because of cannabis. And on a personal note, I use cannabis. It's replaced, um, I'm diagnosed with ADD and also anxiety. It has completely replaced any and all medicine. Let's talk about that for a second. Sure. And again, I'm not sure if anybody's listening out there who wants to ask questions about this because I know there are parents with kids and there are adults who have definitely suffered from ADHD and everything along the lines that taking heavy medications into their bodies, which is not good for your liver, right? Not good for your heart. And who knows what else repercussions are coming from it as opposed to something that's all natural that comes from the ground and it has medical benefits from not to mention cancer patients people who are in the most pain in their life i mean we would see back in the day you know people smoking pot in hospitals because they're in pain and i mean look what this industry's done for people who are suffering in pain and or just a simple you know all this the doctors don't want you to do this they want you to get take the pills it's it's, it's very true um and I'm someone that was given a lot of pills in my former life, and I'm someone that ended up abusing those pills in my former life and realized that I didn't want to be um, sedated all day long. Um, and, you know, the, the mystique and, the, and quite frankly, the, the baloney that cannabis makes you a stoner and you can't do anything, you can't, I was the opposite. I started smoking cannabis and all of a sudden my productivity level went through the roof. My focus sharpened, my drive, my everything increased. Because you're able to get past the roadblocks in your brain and your body that were there that was being numbed by medical, what do you call it, like medicine, like pills. And, and that's part of the problem that, you know, kids suffer. Now, I don't know if kids are allowed to take in uh, medical medicinal marijuana to help they them. Are. They are. Allowed. Certain ailments, they are. So That's um, a very important fact. Now, again, I've never known and I'm asking these questions. So if you're a parent out there and this may sound crazy, you really want to look into the option two. Talk more about that, please. Yeah, so there's actually cannabinoid doctors out there. And this is cannabinoid doctors. Cannabinoid doctors. Okay. So your system, your body naturally has cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2 receptors. So when you introduce cannabinoids, right, THC, CBD, CBG, CBA, CBN, I can keep going, they're called phytocannabinoids, and they actually hit your system, which naturally, naturally has the receptors to accept them already. So your body naturally already has cannabis receptors. 
I hope everyone really can hear that. I've never heard this in my entire life, and I think it's absolutely mesmerizing information because the things they don't teach you, A, in school, right? Mm -hmm. How about all the things we don't learn in school that are actually can help us? And I, I mean this sincerely because, like, you're not going to learn this in medical school. Right. I mean, why would they teach you in medical school? Although they should. And, you know, they will. They will definitely, it'll definitely come to a point where it's more and more talked about. And hopefully we can get our kids and families off these pills because, like you said, they're the most dangerous things in the world to be addicted to. And when you're addicted to pills, I will tell you, it kills you. Mind and body and family. It is one of the worst and most dangerous things is to be addicted to pills. It is. And you all know that nowadays because you hear it more and more. So let's go back to the CDA through Z's that your body actually is, and I never heard this before, so this is really cool stuff. Yeah. So CBD1 so CB1 and CB2 receptors. So yes. these dif different cannabinoids actually work already with your system. Now there's non-psychoactive cannabinoids. Everyone thinks about cannabis and they think about THC. Right. And they're like, oh, I'm going to get so high from it and this and that. You can do THCA, which is a non-decarboxylated, meaning it's, it's non-activated uh, THC, and it's used for pain relief. Really? And some other stuff, and you literally don't get high from it. But you, you feel muscle pain less. Correct. Aches and pains. Correct. CBG, same thing, anti-inflammatory, and so on and so forth. So CBG, it's great for skin if you have rashes. It, it repairs your, your brain neurons. So if, if you think of all these um, different unbelievable, amazing benefits from a frigging weed. A, a, plant, a plant that comes it, from It's mind-boggling. Israel's been doing research. Other countries have been doing research. The U.S. hasn't been doing the necessary research. Yeah, you and know, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned Israel because it's a leading country when it comes to everything in the world. I mean, when it comes to medical everything, right, they really are at the top of the ladder. The forefront. And, and what happens is it's almost like, and I'm going to go back to Israel with the military. They're the first place, people that test all the weapons, right? That's on this army. They're the first people testing all this medical stuff, which is why let's have the research and all these... Well, I shouldn't talk much about this, but my point is, that's an interesting point you make. So well, the back. innovation, everything that comes out of Israel is it's pretty incredible. Um, so I can't wait for actual medical research to be allowed in the United States, and I can't wait to see the integration of cannabis into modern-day medicine. And I think that's that. So for me, cannabis is personal. My, my true mission in life now is to... Not get more consumers, that will happen naturally. I don't even right. think we scratched the pad there. Right. But to teach and to educate and to destigmatize and let people know just how beneficial it could be. It's the fear that people have that have been put in our minds who are kids about what cannabis is involved, in, how bad it is for you, and how it's right. going to mess you up, versus actual knowledge and what this actually can do for your body, mind, and spirit, who people who really need this kind of stuff to help change your lives physically and mentally. Right? It also, um, yes. It also, I, I think for me, well, I know for me, it makes me more empathetic of a person. Um, it, it sort of gives you a higher level of, higher level, a, a greater <laughs> level of consciousness. Yep. Um, and it's true, which actually helps you see things a little bit more clearly. It takes the ego out of the room. Um, I think that's extremely important. If you're sitting around in a business meeting, um, and you imagine that everyone's shoulders are relaxed a little yeah. bit and the ego's out of the room, yes. you get more done. It's absolutely true. Right? But, absolutely, so 100%. It, it, to me, it's great. So going back to companies, so now it's 
2019, we had a, um, a cannabis distribution company that we sold, my wife and I sold. Shelf Life. Shelf Life Distributing. We had the time about... If I may ask you, when you sell yeah. a, a, a company like this, it's, it's big money, right? Uh, it was an eight-figure exit. That's yeah, so it was amazing. a substantial exit. Well done. Thanks. Well Thank done. You. A small guy from Woodbridge grows up with a dream, and here we are today. Totally. Keep going. Totally. I love, I love it. it. I love it too. Um, so got acquired and about six months, and, and by the way, the Shelf Life Distributing had about 18 different brands at the time. Wow. So we were literally, you know, I had numerous salespeople that were covering all of California. You know, the cadence sales run, right? Like they'd see 50 to 100 accounts and have a literally just a, a regular cadence sales run. Um, sold that and then moved back to Connecticut. Now, when I said I moved to California in 2013, I moved with my family at the time. When I got divorced in 2015, my now ex-wife moved back to Connecticut with my kids. Okay. I had already started the company, which wasn't yet called Shelf Life, but I knew where I was headed, and I made the decision at that time to stay in California and become bi-coastal. Bi -coastal. Which is a tough life to live. It's a really tough life. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a six and a half hour flight or something. Yeah. Back and forth, that's, a, that's tough. Yeah. And not seeing my kids Which every night. the um, most important thing in your life for your kids. Right. You know, what you sacrifice for those kids, um, I can tell you from a personal standpoint, I know how important kids are to you and how they're important to me. And you can cry thinking about the fact that you thought for one second that they went without feeling that my dad is there for me. I mean, that's got to be crushing, but what you were doing was a bigger picture to help give them a life of yeah. success and future and financial freedom, hopefully. And also, at the same time, the determination to take something you're so passionate about and, and grow it into something that has never been done before. Yeah. Totally. Thanks for that. Absolutely. No, I appreciate that. It will make me emotional. Um, yeah, I mean, I got into this because of passion. Um, it's going to make me tear up. I um, love it. I love yeah. it. You're the first one to cry on the show, right? <laughs> Listen, you know what? This is a real person, a real person who's a mensch. He, he, he's very passionate. He loves his family, loves his kids. And guys, if you're watching and know this, your dad out there, be proud of him because of everything he does every day is for you. His blood, sweat, and tears. And your mom, your blood, sweat, and tears, what your family does for you. You don't even know. And then you go and you go to sleep at night only hoping that they yeah. understand that you weren't there for them that night. And you miss them so much. Anyway, I'm sorry. Just yeah, no, no, no. Uh, thank you. Um, that, that was challenging. Um, not being around um, for five years. Um, wow. You know, I was back and forth. So I, I'd, I'd, I'd come home to Connecticut every six weeks, basically. Wow. So literally back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. Um, what's interesting, the, the silver lining was that when I was with my kids, Yes. It was such pointed, amazing time together and focused time that it was like just pure love all around. So that that and, and honestly, FaceTime got me through it. Amen. I understand. <laughs> Thank you know, God for FaceTime. I can tell you something. My son is in college, and I am. That's my best friend in the whole world. That kid. That's my my whole life. And him going to college. If it wasn't for FaceTime and be able to talk to him, I mean, like, I'd, I'd fall apart. He knows it. I said, this is the one thing. If you're gonna be in Florida, you're gonna be. With, I need to see you, yep. talk to you. And if that's a problem for you, the deal's over. 
and he's been the best about it. He's been a great, so I respect and understand. I'm sorry. It's no, 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 that's okay. It's, it's really important. Um, so now, so I moved back 2019, um, and then I had my kids again. So I do a week at my ex's and a week at our house, um, my wife Courtney and I house. So, and we both live in the same town in Guilford. So it's like even better. It's is, like a mile away from each other. Everything, I, I'm asking you on the spot, is everything good like that? And Actually, everything's great. Um, God and, bless, and, and I it's have amazing. no problems talking this through. So my oldest son had some difficulties and, and did some therapy. And my ex and I ended up in therapy together every week for about a year. Because you cared. Unintentionally, but we needed to because we cared. And so what it did was it allowed us to repair the past it allowed us to become friendly and it allowed us to just shift the focus away from the baloney and just onto the kids. So proud, man. And yeah. you know what? It's actually healthier for your current wife now and everything that's totally. going on because you can enjoy life together as a family and there's no need for drama. You know, I never understood why. And if you're out there, there's no reason to be in drama for your life with the divorce situation. Right. It's not necessary. It's not healthy. It's if not it doesn't work, the kids. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work. Yeah. Right. I'm just. Be good with anyway. Sorry, I'm sorry. You get sidetracked. I apologize. Oh, well, <laughs> no, this is great actually. So um, now it's 2019. I moved back. And now I'm with my kids, and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with myself? Right? <laughs> and my wife's like, what the hell are we going to do with ourselves? So we we decided to try to launch a small CBD distribution company in Connecticut, which ended up failing. Hey, not everything works out. And it's Connecticut, which is not so easy. Well, what happened was we came in thinking it would be easy. Because you think that it is, because you hear that it is, and it, you know, And we built a monster in California. Right. Um, so we said, what the hell, of course we could do well here. The reality was is that Connecticut had already seen the wave of CBD, and so many brands came on the scene that were snake oil that consumers lost trust. Um, and once that happens, it's out the window and right. it kills it. Because the government, the whole, the, the whole thing's like, yeah, we don't believe this is going to work. This is garbage. You're just trying to make money over here. Yep. Versus the actual product you're going to make is going to help people and change people's lives. Right. But you also had a lot of people that were selling product that was snake oil. And so when, and, and this is consumer information, this is important. You should always have a lab test, a certificate of analysis. It's called a COA that you can look up or scan. Like our chocolate bars have them, they automatically, so number one, it prevents theft. Number two, it actually shows that it's the real product yeah. and it shows what's in it. So right. it's almost like a seed to sale transparency thing. It's, it's not a backdoor product that's on the streets, it's actually something that's gonna be protecting you, yep. if you will. So, correct, so tried to do that, and at the time, actually, and I'll hold up the bar, had some, because Bang is also in CBD, so we actually had, thank you, we had um, CBD chocolate. So my company, Shelf Life in California, distributed Bang cannabis products. Yes. Connecticut, we asked for Bang CBD products, so we were already involved a little bit. Where can you buy CBD for pain, Shalom Lamel asks. Shalom Lamel, by the way, is my father. And I want to thank you so much for watching. That is an awesome question. There are so many different websites um, where you can purchase CBD. Um, honestly, there, there's there's too many to. What I'll do is I'll provide you with a resource list after this yes. of, of various different so you can post it because that's important. Yes. Um, but I'll provide some really good trusted resources. I just want to put this out there. My father is. First of all, I love you so much for watching. It makes me so happy and proud. I'm going to start to cry. Okay. But uh, number two is. 
my father is a young man, a young man, uh, a younger father in my eyes. He's in his 70s, and he knows and sees and appreciates what this has done for the generations of people that he grew up like. This is a no, not allowed. So thank you, Abba, for my, which means father, to uh, be a part of this show and ask a question like that. I love it. Maybe we can I love him. it. You're going to come visit him now when you're in Florida. Yes, I am. And I have some chocolate for you, too. There you go. <laughs> so going back to the question you asked about, which was the creams where you can buy them. So would that be at dispensaries? Would that be a kind of place you have to buy them? or No. So it depends on if you're talking CBD or THC. So if you're talking THC, then it has to be a licensed manufacturer and a licensed entity where you're purchasing that. And licensed means a state licensed entity. If it's CBD... Hold on, I'm sorry, but what does that mean to him as far as where he can buy it? Um, for you in Florida, what it would mean is you need a medical card and then you can go to a medical dispensary. We happen to be partners with TrueLeave. TrueLeave is one of the largest MSOs in the country. We have an 11-state deal with them. Um, and we happen to be in Florida with them, with Bang. We're in 103 of their dispensaries. Wow. 113, I'm sorry. So are there any, and now you guys, This so we haven't gotten to Bang yet, we have just so much to talk about. Yeah. Does Bang make that kind of product yet, or is it something that they're going to jump into maybe? this other, I mean, there's such a huge so market of different kind of... We actually are in CBD, um, and we're on hold right now. We're actually revamping our whole CBD program. So we're actually in 37 states with our CBD we've sold, and we've also sold in nine European countries. So wow. we literally, and by the way, um, Bang as a company, I know we're jumping around, I love it, but um, Bang as a company um, was founded in 2010 in Oakland, California. It's literally one of the oldest CPG um, cannabis companies, consumer packaged good cannabis companies in California. Our founder, actually pre-Bang, um, pre was in and out of Whole Foods shops and other, he actually was a chocolatier for the Kennedys. Huh. I mean, you're talking real artisanal chocolate that he saw the medical benefit to cannabis and realized that I don't want people eating brownies, right? right. We've all, we all have a brownie story. Yes. I want consistent dosed product people can count on. Right, or a homemade cookie story or so so we did consistent precise dosed products so bang was actually one of the first products cannabis products in california that was a precise dosed lab tested product so it, which is unheard of plus we have vegan options we don't use any fillers i have a soy allergy we use sunflower lichen we don't use anything bad in there so when you say, and I'm going to ask this question, because yeah. I think of vegan, I think of meat. So when you say vegan, there's no milk in it specifically? There's no what? milk. So okay. specifically our dark is vegan. So we have dark, and it's made with really high-end artisanal My chocolate. My father loves dark chocolate. I want you to know, it's a, he hey, eats a piece know, of dark chocolate. He eats a piece of dark chocolate, at least one or two pieces every night of dark chocolate. He has it in the fridge. When I come to visit him, he's want a piece of chocolate, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want a piece of chocolate. You know, I've got sweet tooth. But dark chocolate is... I have that thing, too. Yeah. But my dad, it's really funny. It's like dark chocolate. So, I, so I'm a dark chocoholic. That's it. He loves dark chocolate. My mom... Kidding me? I had half the bar today already. <laughs> my mom is a milk chocolate. My mom has been a chocoholic since I grew up as a kid, which made me a chocoholic for sure. Okay, so let's... creams. Let's talk topicals. So topicals...
Um, again, I'll give you a list of websites because yes. there's a few that, I, that we work with um, specifically. But is it something you'd want to talk about out loud for people to know about? Or yes. Is that something you shouldn't talk about? No, we could talk about okay. topicals. So from which, which point? My father asked a question. Shalom yep. said, where can he get cream? Okay, so the cream, if it's a THC cream, which depends on the state that you're in. Florida. Okay, so specifically Florida, if you need a THC-infused cream, you'll have to go and get a medical license. Okay. And what that means, it's really pretty easy, is you walk into any, you could go to a True Leave dispensary, T-R-U-L-I-E-V-E, because um, that's where all our products are, and they literally have a kiosk there where you could sign up to become a medical patient. And if you have certain ailments, such as pains, pains, headaches, anxiety, can't sleep, so on and so forth, um, they'll give you a medical cannabis permit or a license. Now, how easy is it in Connecticut to have that same? Is it harder? Is it easier or the same? It's a great question. There are medical cannabis doctors in Connecticut where you can go to to get your card, medical, medical, medical card. card. And um, it is not that difficult. Um, I have some PTSD from prior abuse as a kid, drug abuse. Um, and because of that, I was able to get a medical marijuana card in Connecticut. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So we're in Connecticut and yep. you're in the Shoreline area. I'll just say that, yep. right? Uh, family, kids, when, do you dis when does bang start? Bang, bang. Bang, bang, right? That, I love bang. So. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I'm going to say, i got to make sure I don't get banged up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm using the bang word. I've been thinking about it as I say it all day long, right? Um, but how, how does bang start? Bang actually started, um, so bang starts for me in 2018 um, when my company Shelf Life distributed bang in California. So my relationship began then with, uh, her name is Jamie Pearson. She's our CEO. You can look her up. She is a badass, if I could say that. Yeah, honest. you can say badass all day badass. long. As you might beep it out later on when we do the edited version, but it's okay. You have a beep, beep, it's all right, though. She's a top 10 um, named influencer in cannabis, according to High Times. I, I think I got friended deal. with her on LinkedIn when I, when I was... Uh, awesome. Yeah, very cool. She's very cool. Um, so I was. So I used to distribute the brand. Now, my wife works for a competitor um, <laughs> called <laughs> called Wana Brands. Um, you may have heard of them. His Can wife I, works for Wana, and he works for Bangs. Wana Bang. <laughs> Wana Bang. <laughs> we, we have a good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> we have a good time at home with that. <laughs> I love it. All right. And we were going to go to a. There's a cannabis dinner that's held in Massachusetts every year, oh God, every so month. Funny. I'm sorry. Just like. That's just so awesome. Go ahead. It's a private cannabis dinner, and basically it's with all um, influential dispensary owners and what have you. And I was like, yeah, I'll tag along. Why not? And my now CEO, Jamie, coincidentally was going to be there. And I started talking to her that night, and she said, what are you doing? And I said, at the time, I was like, not, nothing really. I'm, right. I'm consulting or whatever, but I'm, I'm bored. Right. I'm joining um, life. I sold a company. Right. And, uh, <laughs> Help me out here. Like, I need to go do something. I need some business to do. Yeah. You know, the, the, the cannabis mission doesn't end. Um, to me, you know, it, it really was never about financial or money um, because it's so personal and right. it really helped me. Um, but, <laughs> yes, nice. still needed something to do. <laughs> but, it, yeah, it's nice to have a good exit like we had. Um, so she said, you know, I, ha I really want you basically to be my head of revenue. And I was like, head of revenue? Like, that's 
sounds pretty serious. <laughs> yeah, well, I want you to be in charge of innovation, in charge of salespeople, in charge of California, in charge of the seven states that we're in, in charge of Canada, in charge of new products. And I'm like, I got it. Right. I'm in. You're and like, this is my <laughs> bread and butter. I know this. I was scared as all heck. <laughs> but, but Jamie is, um, she's someone I look up to in cannabis and she's someone I admire greatly. Um, and I, I said, I want to work for you. Um, do you go to your regular doctor or the CBD doctor to like get the thing, to get the card? Great question. Very good question. Your regular doctor, as far as I know, especially in Connecticut, will not be able to grant you a medical cannabis license. Or maybe you really want you to go that way because they don't want to lose your business with all the pills that you're but, but Is that you, allowed? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, the more I think about this, I, I mean, it's just, Well, you know. it's actually so... Um, to, so Google it is the best way, but the misinformation and miseducation and the fact that doctors, um, to my knowledge, are not taught about cannabinoids, about drug abuse, and about really, um, you know, having stuff that's good for mind, body, spirit. I it, it's, it's, down the whole time. It's, it's mind boggling. All right. So, uh, all right. So, Charles, good question. Yeah. About getting medical so card. So use the use Google. Use the Google. So would you go to Google and say, "I want to get a medical marijuana medical card. marijuana card, Connecticut." Connecticut. Okay. Google it. And then to go in is it the same kind of thing where, hey, listen, I have ailments or pains or I'm having uh, anxiety or whatever it is, and that they'll be. Kind the of answer is yes, Connecticut, because it's Connecticut, it's a little bit more stringent, um, which I actually think is good. Um, you have to have one of the ailments. Now, you can Google literally ailments, um, you know, Connecticut cannabis ailments, and there'll be a whole list. And in 2011 and 12, it was originally really, um, really strict. And then they started lowering it um, or lessening it because the reality is, right, you start with strict medical, it's going to eventually end up as recreational. Right, right, um, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, it's a little different. It costs a little more in Connecticut. I want for, to say it's a couple hundred dollars. For the, for the medical card. For the medical card. The state's got to make their vague. That's what it comes down to. I do want to talk a little bit about the bang product right yep. now because this is the most important thing is the bang. That's so true. can we open this up and kind of get a visual of what this stuff looks like? Yeah, so um, let's do this. So in California, um, and every market's different, we're in seven U.S. states. We're the number one, two, and six edible in Canada, um, and we'll be in an additional four states this year. So our footprint's growing. Um, in California, we have eight expressions. We have six core chocolates, and then we have two, you could see, Dan Aykroyd. No, that's Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. <laughs> you got Belushi sticking out there. So we do a um, we do a Blues Brothers collaboration. So one's for Aykroyd and one's for Belushi. This happens to be the Belushi one is fried chicken and cola. That's right. That's what it tastes like, fried chicken and cola. It's delicious. I believe. <laughs> so, delicious. and this sample's for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, that. dark chocolate. I might be willing to share if anybody's out there listening and wanting to know more about this. Dark uh, chocolate. Can you open it up? Yeah, please. It's got some weight to it. It's got some weight to it. And how are we opening this up exactly? So this is a resealable CRC, child-resistant sealant package. So where the notch is, we rip it. Yeah. Oh, that was a, not the best rip job. Now here's the fun part. You have a, a pull here, a pull here, and you're saying, well, how do I open this thing? Without damaging the, the, the thing. This is called child-proof. Yeah. You pull it like that. Uh-huh. Check that out. 
take it out. So I'm gonna take this. Wow, it's a big bar of chocolate in here. It's a big bar of chocolate. Oh, 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 oh. Those are okay. So those are some Rice Krispie pieces. Rice Krispie pieces in the so the, the Blues Brothers collaboration, we have two of them. They're fried chicken cola, and then we have a white toast. And these are all hand-poured, hand-made, and the crispies on top are all hand-poured. So there's actually some cola Can flavoring. people see this? I want to make sure people And don't worry, they won't get high from the crispies. <laughs> In case you haven't seen it yet, this is... Now the other side of it is and you can see our logo on our bang logo. stamp. Now in California, this is a bar from California that magically appeared. There's magically. Ten, ten milligram pieces. Okay. So if what does that mean? So what that means is each square has ten milligrams of THC. If you are a first time user, I would suggest eating a quarter of a piece. A quarter That's right. of one bar. As a in two and a half milligrams. If you are a this fair... A, and this is a small piece of chocolate. This might be about three or four centimeters in width. It's small. And maybe about two centimeters in... Yeah, and, and, and our biggest problem is the chocolate tastes so friggin' good because it's wanna artisanal. Eat, you want to eat, eat the whole bar, but if you eat the whole bar, you're going to be plastered. Now, if you're in Massachusetts, it comes in 25 milligram squares. So, smaller pieces, easy to break off. So, in California, it's a little bit more... We're heavy users. <laughs> <laughs> more experience over the last few years as opposed to let's say Connecticut. A lot more use. Okay. So you're taking this bar and you're cutting it to a, a quarter piece of that one bar? Yeah. So you need a knife. A you you need a knife. It does break pretty easily. And what a lot of people don't know about is chocolate storage. So do not store it in the freezer. Oh, wow. I always thought to store it in the freezer. And what happens is it untempers the chocolate. So your fats and everything will separate. You'll have some white. You ever see white frosted on the yeah, top yeah, of dark chocolate? Yes. That's because it got it varied in temperature too much. My father, if you're listening, that means don't put dark chocolate in the freezer. Anymore. I know, and I love to do it. Right? Too. Don't tell my CEO. Oh, yeah. okay. oh whoops. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes in the fridge. Yep. Uh, and in the refrigerator, it's okay though. Refrigerator or out in you know room temperature. Room temperature is okay. Also. Yep. All right. Uh, we have uh, another question. Another question. Do you have gummies too? No. Um, but we don't um, have gummies yet. Correct, and and we are a publicly traded company, by the way. We're on the Canadian Stock Exchange under BHNG. So I can't talk about everything, but since we we are in development of a gummy, the answer is yes. We will have four gummy expressions this can year. Can we buy stock in Ben? You can. And BHNG. So no A. BHNG. What's the stock at right now, if I may ask? Because this is something we should all be sure, jumping it, it, in on. Yeah, this is actually inexpensive. So I think today I looked at it, it's like seven and a half cents. Oh. So oh. so this is a penny stock. It's a it. Canadian Stock Exchange. And this is going to help juice the value of revenue this show. And, well, this is, this is really important. So like I said, we're an 11-state deal with True Leaf. We're currently only active in two. We're about to open up multiple more with them. The two that we're in with them is Florida and Massachusetts. We're also in multiple other states, seven total. and It's a matter of time before the whole country has it. It's a matter of time before the whole country has it and world. And, and as world. I said, we're the number one, two, and six edible in Canada. And fast forward, I'm starting, we're starting to innovate. So yes, you heard gummies. We're coming out with fast-acting hard candies oh, wow. that will be out in a couple weeks. So when I say fast-acting, the THC will hit you within five to ten minutes. We're also going to be taking our chocolate and making it fast-acting, and that's unheard of right now in cannabis because um, the fats in the chocolate 
actually don't mix well with the, with the um, THC and it takes longer to, to convert, but we've actually found a system and a company that can do it. So as we innovate, we're going to grow rapidly, and which wood. means our stock will grow. And at the same time, an independent um, analyst did a whole segment on us. We did not pay for this. And he said we'd be upwards of a dollar or so. No kidding. So you fast forward five, ten years from now, you know, if we're not acquired, 100% um, will have grown to a, a point. It's my job to make it grow so you can make me responsible. I can almost um, bet. And I would bet on you all day long. The passion and drive you have, I mean, what you do in your life and then what you do in your product. And when you believe in something, I always say, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. I actually heard that from somebody else. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. I didn't make that up. But it's the truth. Yeah. If it's meant to be, it's up to me. And if you're driven and you're passionate and you love what you do, the sky's the limit. Totally. Totally. We have one of the best guests I've had in the show. I should say best. One of the nicest guys. An amazing guy, an amazing guest. Uh, we've had a lot of great shit. I think this might be like number 30, our 30th show. We're still this. in the prebescent stages of our podcast. You know, we have a decent following right now. We have a lot of people watching all over the country. You're in Israel, by the way. You're in Canada. You're in Italy. Nice. You're all over the country being watched right now. And the replays are happening over and over. We're all over Europe. We're in Spain. We're in Portugal. We're in Brazil. We have people that reach out to us. It's amazing how people follow and watch this show all over the country. So if you're watching and listening about this, number one, we just talked about some amazing product lines coming out, what the company is. You have a stock that just had seven cents. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you, if you have a few bucks and you want to take a chance on something, this might be your future. Correct. Because can you imagine this being a multi-billion dollar company and put a couple thousand bucks out and see what happens. I mean, that's just amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I know there's one more thing that we're going to talk about with yeah. you is the last prisoner project, which sure. is something that you kind of mentioned to me about. So let's quickly end with this last prisoner project. I'm glad you are. So first of all, bang, B-H-A-N-G. B-H-A-N-G. On the stock exchange in Canada. CSC, Canadian Stock Exchange, you can buy it under B-H-N-G. B-H-N-G. All right. And Wesley Eater, Connecticut homegrown. <laughs> from Woodbridge, now residing on the shoreline with his family. Uh, all right, go back. I'm sorry. No, no, I love it. Um, so um, what we haven't talked about yet today is the number of people incarcerated because of this plant. Yes. The tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands that literally because of a plant and a nonviolent crime were sent away to jail either for a year, a decade, or life. And... I'm privileged because I could sit here and do a podcast and talk about that I sell weed all day for a living. Ooh. And I love it and I'm passionate about it. The reality is a lot of people have gone away to jail because of the color of their skin and because they had a lot less cannabis than I have in front of me right now. And so the last prisoner project is to shine some light on that. It was created by Steve D'Angelo, one of the fathers of cannabis, who owns Harborside or did own Harborside. And Bang teamed up with the Blues Brothers, who are also very involved. It's really important to Belushi. The fact that the Blues Brothers are involved just makes it like another level. Totally. And yes, and we did, um, we did with Belushi and Ackroyd um, recently in December, 
um, at the House of Blues in Las Vegas, a, a fundraiser, a Last Prisoner Project fundraiser, and it raised over $50,000. You know it would be awesome if we did one here in Connecticut. If we did a Last Prisoner Project in Connecticut, I know that my team and I would love to be a part of that. I think it would be an amazing experience. I love it. We could make something pretty big, and I think there would be a lot of things we should talk about that in the future. We definitely and, will. And listen, you know, this industry has changed the world. Uh, it changed lives in the most positive way possible. You have not heard of anybody dying from using medical marijuana or product chocolate candies. I mean, our parents, my parents, our parents are using this because it's helping them out. And they're sick and tired of being shoved with pills in their mouths right. to help to make them better. So if you have kids, you mentioned there's for kids, for adults. Use your options. Think about this. And I hope I'm not offending anybody over here. But you know what? It's something to know more about. Educate yourself before you make a decision and go from there. Is that fair yep. and reasonable? Yep. And it's not for everyone. It's and that's important everybody. to know. Right. So doing the research is crucial. Again, there's cannabinoid doctors. I'll provide resources for links to buy CBD products. Um, but there's research out there that's crucial. Um, don't ever, ever overconsume. If you're eating... First of all, the only thing that will happen is you go to sleep or you end up with the munchies and eat too much. Right. But I don't want you to have a bad experience because I want you to understand the benefits of cannabis. And you might use it recreationally at first, but eventually you'll realize how medicinal it is and the ailments that it helps. So it's a combination of all of them. So start with two and a half milligrams. Start with a low dose. Eventually work your way up. I now even, I might eat 10 or 20 at the most. I don't go above that. Right. Um, and you've been doing this for years. It's a different story. So I've been consuming for a long time. Right. And, and, it is, and, and, and the sense that your body begins, builds up, I guess, mm -hmm. immunity, not immunity, it, uh, uh, what's the word? Like you build up I know tolerance. 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 <laughs> yeah. You build up tolerance of things. So, but it's only going to make you healthy, not, not unhealthy, and make Correct. you feel better. Correct. Um, thank you guys for all the questions you have. If you have any more questions for us later on, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We're in touch with Wes, and he'll be happy to help answer. Is there a website that people should go to? Is there any way to uh, educate themselves more on Bang? Yeah, so I would Google Bang, B-H-A-N-G. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, bangnation.com is our actual website that you can go to, B-H-A-N-G, nation.com. Um, in, on Instagram, it's at bangcow. Um, and we're switching everything over to at Bang Nation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey. Um, sorry, one more thing. And yes. if you need me, my name's Wesley Eater, E-D-E-R. Feel free to look me up and ping me and ask me questions. And comes from a fantastic family, uh, well-raised, with the best roots. And, and that's what it comes down to. When, you, when you're born and raised by with good roots, you end up being in the end the greatest person and and what you share with people what you're doing for people is amazing so thank you let's just go back for one second because it's the end of the show and i know it's been a long show today but it's been amazing we have the spinning wheel where we do this spinning wheel for a free tumbler heather knots who's amazing how about these tumblers how cool these are this? awesome you know i think you should reach out to heather i think that she will make bang I tumblers will. i mean she, I she's will. pretty these cool. are really nice pretty banging thank you <laughs> Pretty <laughs> Terry, Terry G32. Is oh, you spun it already. That was pretty. I missed the whole thing. Terry G32 won the tumbler. Wow. While we're talking, congratulations, Terry. We look forward to getting you at a tumbler. And uh, 
again, if you need to have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Obviously, I'm in real estate and I sell houses, right? So I'd love to help you out in selling real estate. My team would love to help you out in selling real estate, buying and selling. But every week we bring out people here, local business, people that we want to show a spotlight in, in product and what they're doing. And if you or someone you know has a company or a business we want to talk to or should talk to, please reach out to me and let us know. Thank you so much, everybody. It's been fantastic being with you on the show today. Thank you, my friend, for everything. Thank You're you. awesome, man. I appreciate, appreciate it very it. much. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great night, everybody.